there is a world as tangible as our own. Impossible to see, yet unavoidable to sense. A world enveloped by a seemingly unending ocean of forests. Buried deep in that forest, tucked away neatly within a blanket of twilight, lies a quaint little cabin. And in that cabin is a bunch of guys. He's a bunch of bullshitter. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast. Two- Ladies and gentlemen. What? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to SleepyCast. It is 2016. This is the first podcast of the new year. Fucking A. You know what? I'm just going to say it. You know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Can our guests introduce themselves? We have with us today. Hi, I'm Stamper. Thunder Dick Stamper. (laughs) Sounds like a Tekken character. Thunder. It sounds like a, like one of those unlockable reskins. <laughs> yeah. like, a good name. Hello, know. ich bin's Shadman. German-speaking Shadman. Uh, Sensual, sweet Jeff, mm. and uh, me. Danke. Yeah, danke. Bitte schön, mein Lieber. Okay. Bitte. <laughs> Bitte. That's uh, the extent of my knowledge. So here we're going to be talking about stuff tonight. Yeah, there's some stuff, but I feel like um, just I, I don't want to ma- I don't want to hound on it. But uh, I know a lot of fans are curious, and it's come up quite a bit. Uh, why exactly Stamper has left the podcast? And oh, you're trying to Kevin. address the elephant in the room. Yeah, because you know it's something that people are going to mention. There's a lot of uh, sleepy conspiracy grumps. Uh, you know, that shit just kind of comes up sometimes. Well, he, he whispered to me, he's like, listen, Jeff. This is all true. Continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a real problem. <laughs> I put you on the spot, you couldn't move from it. Like, he's like, I got a real problem with everybody calling Dr. Robotnik Dr. Eggman. <laughs> and the, all the other autists disagree with me, and I'm having a mental breakdown about it and I have to go before I do my sonic OCs alone. You know what's funny? Like no matter how much you joke about these things, somebody would somebody would be like, wait, was he joking? And totally try to piece together all the tweets to try to reinforce that theory. Well, right. hopefully they can all go to conspiracyfaggots.org and <laughs> talk about it. Guys, uh, quitting again tomorrow and then not quitting. I don't know. We do these things. We go days without a smoke. And then we do. And then we don't smoke for like a week. Yeah, so make sure you stand up on your uh, pedestal and judge us fucking a month from now, asshole. God! I wouldn't care except you guys, well, you know, feel good. The only thing I said was that my nuts hurt. But I got that figured out. I went to the doctor. I'm trying to figure out why I don't have any feeling in my left foot. Your nuts are okay? Yeah, it was epididymitis. I had an an infection in my prostate. It was an infection? In my prostate. It's like, a, I guess it's fairly common. It's basically like a urinary Stop, tract infection. you said it was in your ball. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, essentially, but it's start, the infection goes Dude, up your your ball di- is here, your prostate is I like understand. Here. The infection crawls up your dick hole, goes into your prostate, gestates, and then spits back out through your balls. Did you just not masturbate enough? I don't, it might have been that, to be honest. Shit. I never have problems like that. I know. There's really also not doctors that say, you know, you need to masturbate more often because... What if, what if that's what the doctor wrote on a piece of paper, like your prescription? It's like, all right, I, I know what you need. And on the prescription, it just says, jack off no. two, two times daily. But there's the there's different you, types of jacking off. There's jacking yeah. off where, you know, you just kind of, you come, you know? But then Wait, I came, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about the difference between like, ah, oh, I came and, oh no, I made a mess no, it, all over no, my it's computer. Like, it's like the difference of like throwing up a little in your mouth or like really like heaving 
everything you had for lunch. That's amazing. Are you talking about the difference between doing it because you have to do it, like eating? Like you have a really good meal versus like you're eating because you have to? No, he's talking about the difference between like a, a kernel coming out of your ass when you're shitting or just taking like four loads out at once. And you feel like after taking a that king. dump, like you've been asleep for 12 hours. <laughs> like, whoa, oh God, something happened. So when you guys <laughs> jack off, it solves it all your It changes your life. <laughs> And you know right. it when well, it happens. My jack off is just a waste of my time and <laughs> it makes me feel worse. You gotta get shit out of your system. Yeah. Um, there, there were a few stories about when uh, we did move out the sleepy cabin office that I thought were kind of fun, but they never got told. We, nobody ever got to hear them, not on the podcast at least. I didn't want to share them without you. Jeff, you heard some of these, right? I didn't know what you're talking about. Okay. I was there at some point. Yeah, you were there for some of them, Chad. Chris and Zach were working on Hellbenders. You might have to go time. back, clarify a little bit for people that don't really know. So we had an office. Oh, right. Okay. Fully established. Stamper poured his heart and soul into this sleepy cabin office. It was beautiful. But uh, yeah, eventually the need for the office kind of dwindled and we decided to can the office, unfortunately. But when we moved it out, when we moved out all the shit from the office, a few things happened that night, aside from Niall getting drunk while he smashed fluorescent lights against his face. And I had mailings to do, and he, he would not let me leave until I turned on the camera so he could smash you know, lights on his video, face. I saw that video, and that was the moment when I decided maybe I just shouldn't be friends with anyone. <laughs> You know, that was that was one of a couple of videos. There was a second video I never that released. That was the first time that Mick um, second-guessed my judgment because I was supporting him you, and joined you guys in. Are combining mm -hmm. backyard wrestling and bum fights. And later on, they combined it into Star Wars battle. And I tried to let them know. I mean, look, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that a lightsaber fight with fluorescent light bulbs isn't going to last very long. Right, but then you have like a chunk in your hand that you can stab people. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was the other thing too. But I remember you guys were trying to fight and like it was like you guys choreographed something you guys were like Oh, no, no, I'll do this move. You do that move. It was like all right great They have a plan turn on the camera one two three and they just like smashed it against each other and Yeah, it didn't work at all. No, not at all. Yeah, when you abandon something completely, it's just it's all self-destructive Yeah, I think, I think the end of it. It was just tear it all down. <laughs> just burn this fucking place down not, You know, I did, I did remember fond fond memories Stamper and I were there, and we used to have that mangy fucking fox just running around. Oh, yeah, garbage and just, trash or rubbish? <clears throat> rubbish and garbage or rubbish mm -hmm. and garbage. Yeah, like everybody asked me about garbage <laughs> and fox, but like Jeff was there all the time feeding them too. Yeah, but Out you were the voice. Hand. You were the voice of we that them. movement of the sushi pancakes and garbage shit all over the Right, so office. a house cat and a, a fox that shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the, the man and then we've got, sell it very And well. then we've got two rats here, three abandoned turtles, and we had a stray dog too. This is literally, and then there was that- Never, baby, never disrespect the turtles. There was friend. the baby snake too, remember? Oh yeah. The t Zippy, it was like- the, Zippy. It was like the size of like your thumbnail. I can't like believe thumbnail. you fucking remembered his name. I, I do. I remember the snake. And we I, just had a video. I don't think we ever put it out, but there was this baby snake. I don't even know how you saw it. Yeah, so quick quick story. I was fucking, I don't know what was in my system, but I was out of my mind, and it was night. It was like pitch black. It, was, it, it must have been like midnight. 11, 12. 
I went outside for a smoke. I came back in and I had a baby snake in my hand. And I was like, you gotta see this, Mick. And yeah. it was a baby snake. It was just this little tiny snake. Yeah. And uh, we filmed it. It was so small that the phone had a hard time focusing on it. It looked like a tiny rattlesnake. Yeah, it had like the- And the, it would like whip around in your hand and yeah. like try to bite your finger, but his face was too small. Mm -hmm. It was like a earthworm size. Yeah, but he had those big black eyes, you know, like the cute anime- Truth be told, I've never seen a baby snake. I haven't either. And we looked it up, like, what do we feed it? And, like, none of the things they said to feed it would even fit in this thing. I think they I were walked saying, outside and I, I fed it into the yard, like, yeah. rookie of the year. I just whipped it hard. <laughs> I kind of want to befriend more wild animals, I think. Kind of like the fox. I like the I like this idea of having a animal pal that yeah. I have to take care of. Yeah. He can take care of himself. And just come and visit sometimes, and I'll pet him, and he'll just go off and go off on his own fucking adventures. And this and come back. It's this, funny. It's one of the big things that people don't understand. Like you put out a video like Garbage of Fox, and it's fascinating listening to all the people criticizing you on that. Pretty much seventy-five percent of them are afraid of him. They're like, "Don't do that. You don't oh, even yeah. get close to him. Don't touch yeah. him. Don't even fucking <laughs> worry about him." And it's this weird, like, backwards cruelty. And then in my mind, where he's tiny and useless and sick. Yeah. And then you got these other assholes that are like, oh, uh, you shouldn't be feeding him lunch meat and stuff. I'm just saying because you, I, I did a lot of research. You got like the paranoid people that make up the big point, And then like the asshole people that think they know everything. It's almost like somebody else's pet, right? Like, let's say you own some cute animal. I don't have to take care of it, but I can watch you take care of it and enjoy that, you know? So right. I, I can sit by on the side and, and enjoy it. Like I did a YouTube video with the turtles and you got the assholes that are like, you know, uh, you know your uh, diet for your turtles is, is a little, it's like, okay. And there's yeah. like two thumbs up. Yeah. And it's like, you really shouldn't be treating your rats like that. And it's like, you know what, dude? My rats have been alive for like a year and a half and they have a two year lifespan. Yeah. Could you just let me give them some fucking cranberries and, and candy bars? And then, and then when you talk about it on the podcast, to drink, send them out gracefully. Drinking a bottle of fucking piss and cigarette butts, there's nobody going around being like, you should really yeah, limit those are your piss intake. Like, oh. <laughs> exactly. We, we treated those foxes like fucking kings, I swear. They were gods. Genuinely, honestly, they were eating better than we were. Yeah. Better than we I were. I was not going to feed that thing by hand, but then I knew better. I knew this thing could be scared or sick and bite me, and I'd be immediately on my way to the emergency room to yeah. get fucking shots. Yeah. But, you know, because Stamper is... A nice guy and reckless. Yeah. He decided to feed him by hand, and I'm like, "Well, I can't look like a fucking pussy here." So <laughs> I guess I'll just be. I'll just, I'll just do the same thing. But that, that thing was grateful, man. He just he just took the food right out of our hands. No, you misunderstand me. Yeah, I yeah. am. I am cautiously. You are reckless. I am cautiously and understandingly reckless. So I don't walk into reckless situations. Yeah. You, you you treat foxes and homeless guys the same, kind of. <laughs> like you know they can hurt you, but no. Everybody has a trigger in their stomach where you look at something, any situation, and yeah. you say, this isn't for me, and you turn around and you walk away. Maybe my trigger's just bit better than yours, bigger than yours. I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. What are you talking about? You know that, that little buzz that you get in your gut? Your spidey like, senses? Your stamper oh, senses? Oh, give me a br How many situations in life where you should have been like, I'm going to walk away? A lot. And you didn't. And you didn't. Well, no. That's the ones that you see. But I walk away from... For, it's like every time you guys see a situation that I'm in, you're like, okay. But you don't see like the 30 other situations I walk away from all day. I think it's. I think really what Jeff all is right. saying is that you end up in a situation where you have 30 situations to walk away from while most people you know maybe a handful I don't of even situations know what I'm saying. life I'm is saying. boring yeah. life is boring
brain. He does. Burn. You do keep things interesting, for better or worse. You, you always manage to. Mainly for worse. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue there. I'll tell you one thing though. Well, I'm still alive. You always got mm-hmm. a story to tell. At least it was that. He does. Speaking of a story to tell. Yeah. So here's one half of the story, and then Stamper is the second half of the story. We're moving shit out. We drop off a bunch of stuff at Chris and oh, Zach's place. Office? Yeah. And Stamper. Me and Nile, we uh, we just dropped off stuff and we we're driving back oh, and there's a cop following us. Yeah, dude, East. First of all, fuck Easton Road. If you're a policeman on Easton Road, listen, I know you're doing your job, but really, fuck you. Get a fucking life. That whole road is littered with cops who have nothing better you know, to do Easton than fucking pull people over. In Pennsylvania. Absolutely. And you know, I'm sure they're decent people at home with their families and whatever, but on the road, they are all fucking dick sucks. This. What? I'm not gonna tell the story. I'm just gonna say. This. I've been driving that road for God knows how many years. I got pulled over once and the cop politely pulled up next to me and he like did a little roll your window down motion and I rolled my and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I, I punched in the wrong numbers on your license plate. Good day. And you know, and I'm like, oh. And they what, handed you a fiver. What a gentleman. Sucked your dick and then walked off. See, I did not have that situation. No, you guys, yeah, go, please. Continue. So apparently, look, it's not my fault. This moving van, the whole dash lights up as soon as you turn on the car. Now, normally the dash doesn't light up unless you have the lights on. But it was night. You're and driving I, at night with no life. Yes, in a moving van. So that I get it. That, okay, fine. Fine. I did say that. Fine. <laughs> so they pull they pull us over. However, and, I don't believe No, him. Stamper initially thought we got pulled over because there were cops tailing us. And Stamper was in the back of the van. So not in a seat. Not, well, we you know, were driving all day. But the road is so well and prominently lit yes. that you don't need your headlights. It so never we, occurs to you. We're going back and forth. On like what? Less than, it was like a quarter of a mile. Yeah. I mean, if that. We could see everything just fine. Yeah. So anyways, these cops pull us over. Apparently, I had been pulled over previously because I had a headlight out in my car. When I was in the car? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. when you were in the car, when yeah. I got pulled over. I remember that. Yeah. But then they wanted IDs from everybody in the car. Niall didn't have a license, and he didn't have his passport. so you were driving. I was in the cargo area in the back, which, as far as I knew, was illegal. So I thought we were But no, but then when they were like, oh, what about the guy in the back? Can we get his ID? It never, like, that was never a problem. You just handed your ID, like... chatted with us. Yeah, you, like, handed the ID through, like, a slot or something. (laughs) There's a dude cop and this female cop. And Niall would not stop hitting on her the whole fucking time. Well, because, like, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, his Irish chum. And then she's like, oh, yeah, my parents are from Ireland. Oh, yeah. So they're having that conversation on that side of the car. And he doesn't have an ID. And she thinks he's adorable, like a lost puppy. Yeah, that's one of those situations where the second he says, oh, yeah, I'm from Ireland. And she's like, oh, yeah. It's just ding. You know, they're never going to have a problem if we're out of the situation completely. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm hanging out with this guy who they asked me. He was like, "Uh, I just got to ask, have you been drinking tonight? And I was like, yes, uh, I had a beer about an hour ago. Go and he's like, all right, you need to step out. So I stepped he, out. The answer is no. No, I was. And when I stepped out, he said he could smell something, and I'm like, well, then probably not. But whatever. He probably smelled you from the fucking cargo area or Nile, because both those guys were drinking all night. <laughs> Anyways, when a cop says I can smell something. You say, yeah, I've been working all day. Anyway. I had I had nothing to fear. I was totally I was totally confident that it would work out, and it kind of did, except that it just drew out the whole night longer. So I had to go out. It was the first time I was ever breathalyzed. Oh, that was cute. This is actually yeah. making me sick. It was bullshit. So they hand us the idea. A bored cop for thirty minutes. Well, your no, problem. and then event. Well, no, no. Then Niall brought up that we did like a podcast together, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, do some podcasty stuff for me or something." Like, okay, we just need to go now. Like, I'm okay. glad you're entertained. 
And I'm in a fucking car. Yeah, and he was in the back the whole time. Rope cone like a medieval torture device the whole time, pissed off. Well, you guys are charming police officers. I was look. I was trying to do damage control. Nile was straight up hitting on her. There was no damage to control at all. All Begin with. So that was the night, and we got back. There was still a few more moves we had to do. But while I was doing the mailing, I got a text from you, Stamper. This is the interesting part. So that story was annoying and unnecessary. Your story is fucking bizarre. Okay, so do I start my story now? Yes, please. I don't remember it as well as I probably should. If you don't, I'll try to fill in the blanks. Okay, good. Uh, So from what I remember is, uh, as I was coming back home, I got pulled over in the same spot on the same fucking road by the same bored fucking cops. Dude comes up to my window and I forget the conversation we had beforehand, but I'm looking at him. I say, you just you just pulled us over, you know, not a couple of hours ago. And he said, uh, no, sir, I've never seen you before. I was like, no, yeah, I, I was in the U-Haul van. I was in the back. And he was like, uh, no, you didn't say U-Haul van. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the thing was. Yes. He was like, uh, that was where you. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, start over. Start okay. over, sorry. Okay, so, then, okay, fuck <laughs> All right, well, to be fair, I understand why you don't remember. Uh, Here's what happened, okay? You were super fucking trashed, right? You were driving 70 miles an hour in a 35 zone. I was trying to get home. So you got pulled over. This is what I remember, and I will never forget. You said that you were pulled over. The headlights of the cop's car in your rear view mirror blinded you, so you could not see the two cops as they both flanked your car coming up to the driver's side area. Flanked is a little call of duty. Well, one is on one side, one's on the other, that's flanking. As the officer gets to your window, they knock on the window, and you look in the man's face and realize that you've seen him before. That it was the exact same fucking cop that pulled us over just a couple hours before. Now, he didn't recognize you. This this you didn't mention, but it, that you were in the back of the van, so he never saw your face. Right. But you saw his face from the back of the van because you were looking out the windows and filming everything. It, the way you were describing it, though, he was asking, he was like, Jay, do you know how fast you were going? And you're like, oh, yeah, I was probably going real fast. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was what started But it. then he asked you if you had been drinking. Yeah. And you said I you were was- sweating fucking bullets dude i was wasted yeah, because dude. because if it i mean that you would have been your license the limit i was yeah. above and beyond yeah you would have been done you wouldn't have I a was fucking denzel license. washington you flight s- limit you said you admitted them you're like yeah i'm drinking while you arrest me or something like yeah that. no you said something to them <laughs> that you told there was total affirmation about the drinking but they no yeah so you said that you'd been drinking and then they asked you to step out of the vehicle <laughs> and in order and in that All moment right, so in my mind it's like look if a cop says have you been drinking you don't say no you say, yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, five minutes ago, you just told me I should have never admitted that I was drinking. That's not global advice. You don't. You can't give that to everybody, but people no, know what I'm talking no, about. No, I do, I do. But you what said, happened was, yeah. is they asked you to step out of the vehicle, and you said that you were ra- your mind was racing. You were trying to find any way not to get out of the fucking car. And the only thing you could say, and you were so happy that it occurred to you, you saw the guy's face, and you're like, hey, don't I know you? Like, total distraction from what was actually happening. You were right. just trying to, like, change the subject. And the guy's like, what? No, I, I don't know you. And you're like, no, no, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I know you. And, like, you wouldn't drop it. And he started getting really frustrated. And finally, you said something like, no, I I, I know. Yeah, I'm, he wanted a fucking breath of No, he wanted to get, yes. But then you were like, I was the guy. I was the guy in the back of the van. You just pulled us over a couple hours ago. And the guy said, the cop said to you, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't pulled over any U-Hauls today. Yeah. And, that, then, that was and then you were like, 
I never said I was in a U-Haul. Yeah. And you said that in that moment, his eyes just got really big. And he walked away like Yeah, he got really silent and just fucking turned around and walked away. He was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and then the other cop came back up with his ID, handed it back. It was just like, okay, you can go. I don't understand. It's just like. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't you, understand why he did that. He had like, you dead to rights. He did. He. Oh, God. If he and just then shut caught, his mouth, you would have been done. But then I caught him in a lie. You yeah. should have been and in then, jail that night. Yeah, dude. There were so many reasons why you should have been in so much trouble. And I just remember you texting like, <laughs> I don't know how I got out of this. Like, is, was, is there like a jurisdiction that I don't know about? Like, is there like some sort of law that he was... Oh, I have no idea. Because he walked away like I, I was in power now. I didn't understand anything I just. I mean that was weird enough, but then the other cop coming up, like he couldn't even do it himself. The like he was so embarrassed he like couldn't come back up. Back yeah, like he had to like talk to his friend, and be like, "Yo, listen, um, just let these guys go." Can yeah, you, they had this weird. Can you hand him like, back the idea? I can't, I can't look him in the face or something. Like I'm gonna see him again. Or something, <laughs> but I don't know if it was like shame or like a law. I, I had no idea what let happened. Me step, let me step back a second, Roman. I'm gonna tell a story. Speaking of vehicular stories, uh, I was driving with Chris to the airport. Driving Chris to the airport because. Of course, his train gets canceled. We're following this car. We're going about 35, 40 miles an hour. Plenty of room to pull over. It's not this hectic highway. This car in front of us. The passenger side door is not is not closed. It is swinging loosely. Open. This is while you're driving. Yeah, and Chris. I'm like Chris. What are you? What's going on up there? The door is just swinging wildly. You guys are on the freeway. Not. A, it wasn't quite a freeway. Okay. It was, there was place to pull off. Okay. So then it opens up further, and this head sticks out, and this person starts projectile vomiting <laughs> out the door while the car is driving. <laughs> It's like cartoon vomit. It's like fire hose, Eastern <laughs> vomit. So I'm like Larry, I'm like a, this is a fucking Kirby Enthusiasm episode where I'm Larry David making Larry David faces, trying to avoid my tire driving through vomit on the road. 30 seconds later, the door opens again and they start vomiting again out the door. The car is not stopping. Not, and I am swerving, trying to not hit the car in the lane to the left of me, trying to avoid vomit on the road. It's splattering. Dude, it's splattering everywhere. It's all, it's, it's like. Yeah, we talked about that. Outside. It's hitting the ground it's at hitting, 60 miles an hour yeah, or whatever. Car, hitting the it's down to the side of the oh, car. Oh yeah. We talked about what kind of critical situation it was for him not to pull over. Like, yeah. Could you imagine what was, what was the conversation where, in the car? Yeah, like dude's <laughs> driving. He's like, dude, I need to puke. He's like, we we can't stop. We need to keep going, dude. <laughs> You're kind of half expecting this person to just fall out of the car. This person vomited four separate times. The car would not stop. <laughs> yeah. The end. People, I don't know. I don't understand this planet. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Chad, what do you think of Christmas? don't really celebrate it. You know, there's a lot of people who say like, I don't care for Christmas. Like, oh, fuck Christmas, I don't, I don't care. Right now I have to go see my family. Like, I literally don't care. But isn't that because German Christmas, German Christmas isn't like American Christmas. Like, your Santa Claus like murders children and stuff. No, right? no, no, we call it Weihnachten. And our Santa Claus is the Sami Klaus. And he, he comes on the 6th of December and gives the kids Greedy pants, which is little greedy pants. They're little baked, baked kids. 
Like they're not, 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 what? Not, what? Like I said that wrong. They're not literal baked kids. Like Kinda gingerbread like, men. Yeah, but but they're they're made of bread. But they're like they're supposed like to be like gingerbread men. They're supposed to be children. Like they're gritty bats. Right, like gingerbread men. They're the little cookies. Yes. Like, yeah. Shaped so like little. Like, you ever see Shrek? Yes. Remember your favorite character? Yes. That guy, the Did little gingerbread man. No, but he also Remember? gives. He's like this, I think. Oh no! He also gives you peanuts. And mandarins. Mandarins? Yes, it's very specific. Oranges? Yes, but if you're a bad kid... You know, your country the... sucks already. N never mind the bad kid. Are you telling me if we go around with bags and shit, people are just going to hand us peanuts and mandarin oranges? No, some... Hey, check it out. Fuck check this check it place. Out. If you're good, they give you peanuts and mandarins. <laughs> but, but if you're bad... If yeah, what's bad? bad? Schmutzli comes. And he's the black Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a slave. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like he wears a black outfit? He's black. Like he, like he's black. Wears a black outfit. Has like a black he came beard. from Africa, black. Yeah, yeah. And he's covered in dirt and shit. He's just his Santa's like dirt. Is he covered slave. in dirt or is he black? Both. I have a question. No, he's actually so both. So he's black and covered with dirt. Yes, yes. And, and the slave. He's a dirty black man. And the yes. slave. Like, he's a filthy. He's man. a dirty like, black slave. Uh, what? He's <laughs> like anti-Santa. Yeah, no, he's his. He's his slave. He works for Santa all day. Slaves over him while Santa gives out stuff for the kids. He gives out peanuts and mandarin oranges. Santa. It's Sami Klaus. It's a lot different. But and he's it's like anti-Claus. Wait. Kind of. I have a question. Uh, you know, you know that movie Krampus. Like that. This whole. It's like of a German. That's like a German origin. Does that? Was that ever? We, I'm from Switzerland, so we had that was wait. Tommy Claus is Swiss. Okay. Oh wait, just in Switzerland? Yeah, it's just in Switzerland. He wait, black, where did you speak? Racist the same Santa language? Claus is Swiss. Yes. I, I thought he'd give out like chocolates and shit. That seems like a Swiss thing. No, chocolates. No, it was it was mandarins and peanuts. What a random. But anyway, Schmutzli then puts you in his bag yeah. and whips you. How many kids can he fit in his bag? <laughs> so instead of like bringing a bag of toys, he like puts you in his yes. bag and like and whips, whips the, the shit, shit out, of out of you. But that's on the sixth. So guess what? happens on the 24th. Guess who, who brings the gifts? I don't know. Jesus. Kumpenfroggen and he throws yeah. you in a well and wishes <laughs> you the best of luck. It's little baby Watches Jesus you climb out. flying around in his crib. Wait, who is it? Little baby Jesus. How does he know what to give you? How does yeah. he give you presents? He's fuck. got these tiny little hands. Fucking Jesus. Does he just fuck, do they just like materialize or does he have like a big bag of toys? No, Never he has a tiny bag of toys with his tiny bag of hands. He has it all in his crib. <laughs> so Those you're two. saying like, you know, like we have um, Christmas ornaments where we have Santa Claus on a sleigh with a reindeer and then we put it on our roofs and shit like that. You're saying in Germany or in Switzerland, they've got a baby in a crib flying in the air, dropping presents on people. Yes. You're fucking kidding. I'm not making this up. I'm not making that up. <laughs> and, and you can imagine that pretty early on as a child, I thought like, this is obviously just bullshit and like our parents are giving us stuff. Yeah, because... Uh, the, the dude that comes down through the chimney and sneaks through your house and throws shit under Yeah, it actually makes more sense that a baby would that fit down my chimney than a, than a big fat guy. There was no <clears throat> chimneys in our stories. He flew up to the window. He could fly in his crib. What, he flew up to your window and what, break your window and throw the presents into <laughs> your know. window? I don't know. It, it's, it's obviously not as well thought out as the American. So what do kids do if a German kid and a Swiss kid meet up and they talk about Christmas? They have completely different stories. They're, They're like, German oh, did that kids. creepy black... 
Dirty Santa come and beat you up? No. They were I not guess friends. I must be ignorant or something, but I never understood how the German language tied in. Into we don't have that. the same language. Swiss German is completely different. Really? But it's called yeah. Swiss German? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Or is it like English versus UK English? It's completely different. Oh, really? Are yeah. you sure? Hold on, hold on. If yeah. I went and learned German, we couldn't communicate? You could not communicate with Swiss German. In period at all? You at are all. fucking no, liar. at all. At all. Swiss German is completely different than German. Swiss German is In Switzerland, perversion. do you call your language Swiss German? We call it Schweizerdeutsch. So you call your own language Swiss German? Schweizerdeutsch. Does it look the same when you write it? No. That's what I'm saying. This is fucking different. Why didn't they just call it Swiss then? Put it on the spot. They know. Whoops. They feel guilty. They know they bastardized. <laughs> They're just like, we, did, we don't have enough time to make our own language. We're just going to call this Swiss German. But it's nothing like German. They have the Super Mario Brothers 2 of German language. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's funny, Megan. We were just talking about that today. Yeah. Let me tell you guys about my Christmas. Yeah, Jeff, tell us oh, about your yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Well, you know, it started, I took a plane. I don't know if I told you this. No. I was taking a plane to visit my ex-wife. Wait, what? Yes. What? Wait, what? I remember this. I remember this. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you kidding? No. Jeff, you were married? Yes. Oh my God. Okay, go on. And uh, she was at a Christmas party. Okay. And her business, her business was having a Christmas party. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna show up and you surprise her. Tell this. Dude. It's kind of fucked up. This is. I'm. It's kind of fucked up. Genuinely. Can, can, so, you know, I was wow. having trouble finding her on the computer <clears throat> in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it turns out. Yeah. She changed. She changed her last name back to original. I was looking for her with my last name. She changed her name back to her. Dude, you were there for like fucking 14 yes. minutes flipping through B. Look. Wow. Okay. It was in a, a, uh, a skyscraper. You're making some kind of reference. This is not real. This is something from a movie. Okay, so go on, go on, go on. So I, got, I took the, the elevator up. And yeah. I was about to surprise. I was walking in the hallway. I had flowers. Yeah. Terrorists took over the tower. Okay, and then I wouldn't what, believe it. Fuck, Germans, fuck, fuck Germans. this guy. So then, okay, like, then what happened? What are you talking about? Then what happened? Hey, they captured everybody, but I managed to escape without my shoes, for God's sake. Yeah. I'm running around this goddamn skyscraper without fucking shoes, Dude, he, trying to not get shot. To when them. he came home, he showed me the bottoms of his feet. This is like Fred Flintstone. How does it end? Yeah, what? Right. How did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah how did it all get wrapped up? Like somebody else came in and said there's a pregnant woman, and she had to some about Hans. There was C4. There was C4. I think there's like tons of C4. <laughs> it's just C4 yeah. lying around. What's the deal with C4? Yeah. Anyways, have it you ever explodes. seen C4 it in your life? It explodes. Okay. Let me ask you something. C4 goes boom. Where do you get C4? Fucking Amazon. I'll tell you right now, within 20 minutes, I can get you a pound of heroin. Where do you get C4 from? I, I bet you could I guarantee you the heroin's more expensive. I bet there's like a cookbook, anarchist cookbook. I bet you could figure out how to make it. For C4? Yeah. I think it's like this this uh, urban legend that a lot of movie directors like. Die Hard! That's what it was. It's Die Hard. I don't know what you're You're a dirty liar, Jeff. I don't know what you're talking about. Live your own life. Is that like your wet dream? <laughs> I only want to be John McClane in Die Hard 1 and 3. But you know what? For a, for, for a brief moment there, yeah. I thought you actually had an ex-wife. Yeah, I. But when Actually, you said I had also have kids, I knew another kid. Yeah, no, that was that was impossible. I knew that's too far. Well, you're, you're very perceptive. Yeah. Because I can't imagine you having kids without fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Well, that is offensive. What if he told you he had kids and he fucked them? I wouldn't believe him. Wait, you, you said you would believe him though. No, I wouldn't believe him because he would be in prison. What if he said he had kids and he thought about fucking them? You'd be like, oh, I believe you. No, I wouldn't believe him. Why? Because he would have acted out on it and be in prison. <laughs> you're projecting. That's what I think you're doing. You're projecting. I don't have kids. You know, speaking of fucking kids though, maybe... <laughs> We should talk about a thing that occurred lately. Oh. You know how that one podcast you were talking like to Corey about like pedophiles luring kids in with Minecraft? What did that you say was again? the yeah. that was the one that we had where we were talking about how like nowadays uh, molesters have to get savvy with the times if yeah. they want to molest kids. What what was your suggestion that they just start a Minecraft server and just like invite kids to it or something? Are you trying to like paint me as this mad? No, 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 no. It's it's about no, but it happens to be something that it's interesting that we, we would a, joke uh, about uh, it. We made a joke. Yeah, right. just Minecraft thought... lures kids in, and yes. apparently, popular Minecraft players are now being caught left and right. Yes, the most recent. But they were one. already getting caught. Oh, yeah. left and right. But, but that it just doesn't the... seem to be slowing down. No, no, yeah, that one was like seems to be like the most offensive case. Yeah, what, this one. Yeah. So who is this again? They call him Lion Maker. Okay. And apparently, like, I'm not into Minecraft at all. Yeah. I never look at anything, but it was just such a notorious case that I couldn't happen but hear about it. What exactly were the, what What exactly was the offense? The offense were that he was accused of hitting on this uh, underage girl. Like, okay, well that's bad, him. but that's not the worst thing. I mean, it's terrible, but it's Ages. not like... Sorry, what? Ages. Oh, he's like in his late 20s and she was like, I think 15. Every time somebody says underage, it means 17 to 1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she, she was like 15 or something and like that. And he was like mid-20s. Late yeah, 20s. and he's late, late 20s. Okay. And apparently he shared like some child porn on Twitter or something, which I thought of was... her? I don't know of what. Like, I, like I said, I don't know the whole story. I just kind of got in late and like I yeah, saw yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff Did about it on Twitter. Did you see it? No. I just heard a lot of stuff about it on Twitter, and like he shut down his Twitter, and he came back and put it back up. It was okay. just really weird, and like he, vindictively, he admitted to it, but then he keeps saying that he's being defamed. Like it's this whole strange thing, and so like the morbid curiosity kind of got a hold of me. It's like I want to look up this guy's channel. Okay, and I went to like his channel, and it was like all these like just tons of Minecraft video. One of them was like in a Star Wars world. And well, stuff. yeah, I mean that's what Minecraft let's players do. They just play Minecraft. You could see that at first, like some of his videos, they were like well-received a lot of upvotes and stuff and suddenly they started to have a lot of downvotes and then some of the later ones the comments were disabled see as soon as the comments go and you know that's when there's there trouble tons of downvotes yeah then his latest video was entitled hide and go seek and <laughs> it was just nothing but downvotes the comments disabled and you see like this anthropomorphic minecraft lion <laughs> Running around, like playing hide and seek with mute children who are running away from him. And just him, like, talking in this PewDiePie voice, like, Hey, how's it going, guys? It's me, and Lion Maker. And it's just. He was trying to make uh, no, there's a, a humorous situation. No, he was not. He was not. There's a disclaimer saying, Hey, guys, Lion Maker is feel, feeling under the weather a little late. I just don't think there's anything more distasteful or, or just ironic. Then a guy getting pinned for uh, being a pedophile, dressing up in an animal outfit, and chasing kids in hide and go seek. Well, no, thing. but that's like his character. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's just how do people not think that they're going to get caught for Their this shit? Switches in their head just go off. I guess they're just themselves. willing to do anything and everything. But I mean, goddamn, the internet is such a small place. It's just their lust. 
lust for children apparently you you had said something like there was there was some girl that also had a channel right yeah so one of the girls he hit on apparently also had like her own little minecraft channel so it's like they probably he probably promises kids like to share their stuff with his fame you know it's like it's so sad but yet it's gotten to the point where it's not surprising at all it sucks it's disgusting but i don't think it's ever like i'm like wow didn't see that coming so what percentage of popular Minecrafters in YouTube do you think are oh, you know, children? You know what? what? PewDiePie's fan group, the Brofist Army. You know why they call it Brofist? I, I'm oh, scared to ask. You don't want to know. It's because he Brofists the screen. Because he fists kids. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> You know why Markiplier's mustache is pink? Oh, shut up! Oh, there you go. I that's I don't even don't even answer that. All right, you know what? I'm not even gonna get into that. But there's there's messages, there's subconscious messages there. So we're just saying a lot of these children's entertainers on YouTube, they're probably sexually attracted to. Children. You know what? Even if they aren't, less of a less of a knock on them. Fucking who who knows who is? Who fucking cares? Everyone just needs to look out for themselves and not be a fucking idiot. If you're online and there's some fucking 30-year-old famous Minecraft player who's sending you dick pics and asking to look at your un, unde, undeveloped body for fucking views on your channel, don't do it. Just don't do it. So, yeah. what we're saying is 100% of Minecraft YouTubers are pedophiles. I think that sounds realistic. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm mm -hmm. gonna build Nakatomi Tower in Minecraft. Mm -hmm. Build little Minecraft terrace. And, and then, I'm and then gonna, weave a tale about how look, your I'm life gonna, was... I'm gonna look for children who are also into Die Hard, like me. <laughs> and then get caught and go to jail. That's my point. In, in the game? Oh no, you mean in real life you get caught. If you get caught in real life? Look, sexy kids that also <laughs> like the Die Hard, like Die Hard 1 and 3, but not 2, 4, and 5. See, are willing to go to that's, jail that's for it. That's what we're looking for. You're that's, willing to go to jail for that. Yeah. That's the fun part of that game. That could be a subplot of his <laughs> real story, right? Like he's telling that and then he just like adds that in. So then it just confuses the audience. They, they're like... This little girl messaging me, and she's like, you know, I like Die Hard Five, and I'm like, get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not. <laughs> you know, it's so sad. I love Bruce Willis, but he's got like this. Cra if you look at IMDb, it's like half the movies he does are just trash, and the other, I feel like a, a lot of them are really good. But it's like clearly a job. Like he's just like, eh. Some of the actors just have more discretion with the roles they take. Who's a who's an actor? Like Johnny Depp does the same thing. He does a ton of great movies, and he does a ton of fucking trash. What's a trash movie by Johnny Depp? Uh, it Transcendence. Okay, um, this pretty trash. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at the serve. You're looking at what they deliver, but you you don't you don't see what happens. Oh no, I agree. There's so when, many when it when it's business and you're doing what you do. And to be fair, like we've seen plenty of movies that the premise seems great. Like it's Transcendence. Got a, it's got a lot of good actors, and somehow and the production quality is there, but somehow it just sucks. Wouldn't you say Transcendence would be one of those? The it has good great. actors, uh, it has good production quality. I mean, it started off good. It was, and then it it's, just it's a sucks. lack of yeah. communication um, between the directors and the technical team and the actors. So there's never a, like a harmonious vibe in any of it. But it makes me wonder so it's like- it's very like robotic and everything. Right. Seriously, the last 20 movies we pulled up on Hulu or Vudu or Netflix or yeah. whatever, they were very clinical by the book. Right. Piece Pieces of shit that, right, truthfully, the one thing that I can say that was special about the last, honestly, maybe 13 movies we watched was the post-production of the raw footage color-wise. 
That's about it. Like visually. Paul Rudd. Should we continue Paul Rudd? Yo, you know what was funny is that uh, when we were watching, you know what? we should like begin and end everything with just Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Just like thank you for joining Sleepy Cats and Sleepy Cabin and uh, final thoughts on Paul Rudd. Yeah, but when we were watching it, the first thing out of Sarah's mouth was like, "Wait, how old is Paul Rudd?" And then we were like looking it up, and he's like, "Damn, he's in great shape. Like he aged really well." How old do you think Paul Rudd is? I know he's in his. I know he's somewhere between like 42 and 45. 46? Ah! Alexa, how old is Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd is 46 years old. Wow. 46. Yeah, that dude's pulling up on 50. That, that, those Avengers heroes, a lot of they're all they're all gonna be like 50, and all the women are gonna be 30. Yeah. And at the end of the day, nobody's gonna care about that black dude that has those wings that <laughs> and no. But is he Falcon? Yeah. Is he Falcon? Yeah, Falcon. I'll tell you what he is. He was worthless in the first movie, and then he got beat by Ant-Man in the second movie before he even understood his power. <laughs> hey, Mick. Yeah. Uh, what's your goal with Sleepy Cabin? What do you hope to achieve here? Entertain some people. Yeah? Yeah. Why couldn't you do that by yourself? Well, I could, yeah. but it's fun to do it with a group of people. Cool. And I want to work with you Yeah. whenever you're ready. I, I feel like we, we've been sitting on the couch for like the last fucking... Doing what we feel is best for people versus actually talking about. You know, if all this shit was off, we would have a completely different conversation. It's fucking ridiculous. It's so so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. So I want to know what what were you doing for the first ten episodes? In the first ten episodes, we were being ourselves. People progress, and you know, we we you know, it it only takes seventy two hours for your entire life to completely flip upside down. I don't disagree. So if you establish something very early and it takes off and people really like it and you have to keep that going because that's what people expect. So you're saying <coughs> you're completely different now than you used to be back no, then? No, but what I'm saying is in a lot of ways, if you start a series, for example, you feel this obligation to keep like rolling with the punches because that's what people expect. Even from the beginning, I feel like we were just kind of delivering things to people in a... In, uh, we were very um, graceful about everything we were saying, so, and we're still we're we're still doing it now. But there's so much truth to what what Samper is saying, and everybody else is doing it too. Like truthfully, if these microphones were off right now and we were talking, yeah, it would be a completely different show. Yeah, we're you know we're pumping things up a little well, bit. Well, maybe I'm just we're trying to entertain people. No, 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 no I'm I am curious for myself. Absolutely, but you're speaking I for yourself. I am curious what you mean by that, though. I think that. If I may say, yeah, like, please. Stamper kind of thinks that you know <clears throat> it it becomes very like kind of anecdotal that like everything is like supposed to be like oh here's this story with this punchline oh look mm. look this is kind of funny let me tell this story right rather than being like an actual organic conversation where we where we explore a subject and like like we usually do when we talk with each other right and I think that you know there were plenty of podcasts where we did just tell stories and it didn't have to be like funny or yeah punchy. like we could just talk and people actually love those episodes too I know like There's, I don't know what the big fucking deal is just I think it's part of it is expectation so like when you get to make something on your own terms and people tend to like it great but as soon as you're feeling obligated to do it or it's contrived because people expect it then it's not you doing what you want to do anymore you're kind of like forcing this thing that people expect you to do I mean for better or worse nothing we've done has been I don't think contrived or forced I mean we're just it's exaggerated at times it's exaggerated time but we're trying to entertain people so sometimes we exaggerate but I feel like people you know it's just we're being ourselves it's not that you have to like bring things out of yourself to but I, I feel like there's a way that we're not 
there's like millions of people that follow us, and I just feel like we sit in this room, and we we we're like I mean, we talk. People know that, but for an hour and a half a week, people get to hear people they enjoy be silly and stupid and tell some life stories and be goofy and irreverent. One thing, it was gonna be a mix. I'm just a mix of the goofy stuff. If we had something goofy happen to us, tell a funny, entertaining story. We do a, the we do an equal amount of what Stamper's talking about. If we have a serious topic, talk about that. I always thought that's what it was supposed to be. Right. Right. That's good. Again, right. can I just reiterate the, the whole point of this thing? This was never supposed to be like the main thing. This was like we spend all our time and effort writing scripts, working on these other projects. This was supposed to be this thing where we just once blow, a week, blow, once, for once a two week, hours, blow steam, remind people we're still around, entertain them with whatever we feel like talking about. It wasn't supposed to be this. Wondering if we're wasting people's time. It was just supposed to be bullshit. Yeah, bull dispo you know, fairly disposable content. And I know, yeah, we yeah, we still put some effort in, edit it, but when you're just losing sleep over wondering if a podcast is good enough or not, I feel like you're kinda taking the wrong angle. That the, all that effort should be probably going into something else anyways. Yeah, you're this right. is just this thing to remind people that, yeah, we're still here, we're interacting with our audience and really you know put that effort into something else we really care about whether I'm making a game or if I feel like writing a fucking book or you feel like writing a rap album or whatever it's you know that's where your probably your heart and soul should go into something that's going to last through time or whatever this is just this thing to keep a way to get away from our desks enjoy ourselves like have some conversation well thanks for joining the podcast ladies and gentlemen Welcome 2016. <laughs> Fuck. This is probably the funniest fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Just put all that out. I don't know. Fuck. Pop, 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 pop. Good luck editing all of that. That was my plan to begin with. <laughs> the end of the podcast. You got like here's my nine. I'm just so tired of you, Mick. Sorry. I'm so fucking tired of why, you. Why is it that all the heroes, why are all the main ones white, and then all the, the, the partner ones have to be black? So, like, you've got Iron Man, who's white, and then you've got War Machine, who's black, and he's, like, the secondary character, and then you've got Captain America, who's, like, this, oh, whatever. <laughs> Fuck, shut up. Why are you gonna, like, aim your fucking anus right at me? It wasn't right at you. It was. It, it was in the podcast. It's, over. It totally was, dude. Why do you aim <laughs> your anus at our guests? A fucking dog doesn't do that. Dogs do do that. You're an animal. You're a filthy animal. Sorry, dude. It's so weird. I get your perspective and his perspective. It's like you're like. That's because you live with me. No, you're like. I, you know, I just want to be around people that respect me for who I am and I can do whatever I do and whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you have to have like this mutual balance because what you do is disrespectful to other people regardless of who you are. To be no? fair, I apologize. And also, like you I, okay, I'm I done. I'm done. I, look, I will say one Also, thing. I'm genuinely concerned one, that, that I have stomach sick. cancer. I know, I fart way too much, but... I will say that in my defense, I apologize, but in my defense, I was aiming for the microphone. I'm gonna beat your fucking ass, is what I'm gonna do. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm done. I publicly apologize. Now I have to sit here. I know. You can't smell. You don't smell shit. Ass. It does not smell. Don't be silly. It doesn't smell bad. It doesn't matter. Look, 
There's ass particles I, in my lungs now. I'm publicly apologizing to you, to the world, and I will no longer fart in your direction. Okay? No, it strengthens oh, your God. immune system. You should be thankful. I just want to choke the shit out of you. I'm sorry. That's the last You're time I'm not saying it. Sorry. I am. You're not. I am. I'm sorry. Okay? Ugh. I'm done! I'm sorry! Jeff just wrote the punchline for my next cartoon. There's ass particles in my heart. Sit down again. I swear. Ah, do not do that. If I ever do it again, I give you a free. A There's free, ass particles in my lungs now. Free punch to the, the butt. Uh, punch you right in the butt hole. Oh. Uh, test me, Nick. I won't. I won't. I'm done. Where were we? Christ. <laughs> Nick farted in your mouth. Basically <laughs> farted in my mouth. <laughs> Dude, that's common guest courtesy, man. I just think of him as like a brother. I don't think of him as like a guest. Well, yeah, at the same time, I've known him for fucking 15 years and I've never farted from him because it might offend his senses. You ever think about that, man? I'm Chinese. How many times does it tell you not to do that? <laughs> well, okay, well, to be There's fair, to be fair that's like the first time I ever did it like now. in your face. You lift your leg like a wild animal mm -hmm. and you make sure people hear it. You yeah. tighten your sphincter to make sure people hear for it. For optimum projection. I think you might be sick, dude. You know, I've said that for a long I'm time. I'm take the claw and a hammer and put it in your fucking You know throat. what? If I went to the doctor and he said, guess what? You might think it's funny that you're farting so much, but you actually have gastrointestinal cancer or something. I don't think the doctor's going to be like, this is really funny. But guess what? No, but I'd be... turn this into a pity story? No. No. Yeah, I fart in your face, but I might have cancer. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. Hey, I might have cancer. Yeah. Well, I do feel like your dad sometimes, dude. Really? Hey. When when you do that, I was like, can you please not fart on our guests? It just feels weird. <laughs> Anyways, that's what a podcast should be. There. Just, just what? Just just people being people. I yeah. want every goddamn comment on this podcast to be telling you to stop farting in my face. Okay. All right. I bet we'll see a hundred of those. But if I say something like, hey, y'all want me to fart in Jeff's face again? Leave it in the comments. <laughs> oh!